Caution. Learning in progress. You are listening to the Smarter Every Season podcast. My name is Tyler Hubert, and I'm joined in the studio, as I have been for about the last five or six weeks, by Hans Stutzman to do what we're kind of referring to as the spring update style of Smarter Every Season podcast, where we try to pass along a handful of tips, uh, calls we're receiving from the field, uh, things to help you solve problems and provide customers with an even better experience. I'm not going to introduce Hans. I'm just going to bring him right in. We're going to start talking about the topics because I can tell by the look on his face He's ready to go today. We are. Let's go. Hans, bullet point number one, Gen 3 can boosters, don't do it. Yeah. Give me that, the details. Yeah, don't do that. Anything that's on a scalable software, so anything that was from 2021 or 2020.1 software. So once we made that software change to, to newer software, that software version, you should not have a can booster on there, period. If it's on there, it's going to cause can problems. It's not going to help you. So take that can booster off if you have it on there. The recommendation if we need additional, like, LAN, yes. yes, is to split the CAN network. Split the network. CAN network, yep. Yes. Yep. So if you're on a 24-row planner, it's going to be long length, split that CAN network. Don't add the booster, split the CAN network. If you are experiencing odd CAN or CAN oddities where you're getting some CAN communication issues, take the boot, look for a booster and take it out if it's an older system. Don't get burned by that. Double-check that if you see odd it, CAN things in the system. Yes, it has, it's burned us several times in support this, this past couple of weeks. Agreed. Um Hans, after selling more Gen 2s this year, there's a couple things that we want to pass along with Vapply HD on a Gen 2. Yeah, so Vapply HD, there is an advanced, in the setup screen, there's an advanced setup screen, um, and that takes you into, there's a, there's two settings in there. There's a min, uh, gallon per minute, min, and rate max box, one for min, one for max. Those are defaulted to no limit, no limit, and they should not be changed from that. If you change that, you have constricted the ability of the HDs to actually hit any rate other than what you set it to. And they're a gallon per minute rate, so they that's per HD. So you actually really mess up the ability of the HD to adjust. So if you're not hitting the rate and you see something that's goofy, go to that screen on the Gen 2 and make sure that says no limit, no limit. If you're setting a system up, do not touch that button. So the command rate, in my experience, the command rate will be right. But, like, the actual rate will be something a lot less. Yeah. And the ball valves won't move. Yep. Like, we won't try to command or change any different because there's a limit in there's there. There's a limit so in there what it can actually hit. Yep. Min and max gallon per minute in advanced settings. Yes. They should say no limit. No don't limit. Don't touch them. Yeah, don't touch them. That's I, not the pump cal. That's an advanced setting screen. Correct. That's in the advanced setting screens, and it should say no limit, no limit. I think they were in there for testing purposes. Yes, they were. Nevertheless... Don't Le- touch them. Leave them alone. Yep. <laughs> okay, we talked a little bit about uh, smart connectors last week uh, on Gen 3 and how you have to still enable a seating system and put right. in a commanded pop. I want to pass along that if you're a FlowSense-only system um, on a Gen 3, you need to do the same thing. You still need to put the widget on the home screen, enable it, and put in a commanded right. rate. Yep. Yeah, you're correct. Yep. It's just a, we won't monitor until we see that that information in there. All right, let's keep going and say um, we get a lot of phone calls, Hans, too, with guys trying to test FlowSense before going to the field. Mm -hmm. Any notes to pass along there? Um, You will not see a gallon per acre rate until you're actually moving and getting speed. So you will see a gallon per minute rate. You will not see a gallon per acre on the home screen until you're actually moving. So the best way to test that prior to it is to look for the gallon per minute reading in the diagnose page and see what that number is. That should give you an idea of what you're supposed to see. Um... But that's a per gallon 
it's a gallon per minute rate on the diagnose page. You won't see a gallon break rate on the home screen until we're actually moving. We've got to have speed to get that calculation, speed and lowered for that information to show up. Yep. Okay. So what that a lot of times look like is I'm testing these in the barnyard sitting still. Yep. And yeah. nothing's showing up on the home screen. Yep. Yeah, it won't until you actually get moving. Yep. Okay. Very good. Hans, we're getting into master plant switch time of year. Yeah, it's that fun one where uh, I went to go work, I went to go to get lunch or I went to go get more seed, came back, and all, now all of a sudden the system won't plant, won't command, and it's the master plant switch um, never got toggled when they got got back in um, on Gen three. The other one that also goes with this, so that's the, that's the primary one. Is it'll say master on the top right corner. I can't enable my seeding rates. I can't enable my liquid systems. It's grayed out. Delta forces in safety. Delta forces in safety mode. Those are all the things that indicate that you have a master plant switch going on. On the Gen two, the fun one that we often see is I took off and now one rate section is not planting. Well, in the process of everything else, you bumped the math the, the section switch on one side or the other. <laughs> so you have okay. one side not planning, the other side is, and it's the section switches. They got they got bumped in the process. So on those systems, the guy went to lunch, came back, double-checked the master plants, all the switches on the CCM. Love it. All right, very good. Uh, let's also pass along, because we've gotten a, a couple calls here and there about not getting alerts and alarms when row fail happens. They'll, and, and you'll see that on a pop map. Like you'll see a row that cuts out, and you just yep. see the background of the map, if you will. Uh, so guys know, well, that's not right. What do we do, or what, what would you take somebody through if they're not seeing alerts and alarms? Yeah, so the first thing I would do is take them to the crop setup page, and in there there's a there's a list of things of what we can set the alarms to, and there's also on the Gen 3, there's the ability to disable the alarms, and it'll actually pop up and say disabled on the, on the screen in that, in that little box. But that's the first thing I take them to is to make sure that we actually have the alarm enabled and that the failure rate is set correctly so that the percentage of seed, the number of seeds off, mm-hmm. off a population, they should be defaulted to uh, the correct one based on the crop that you're selected. Um, that would be the first place to look for to make sure that they're, to make sure that your sound buttons are set to um, the volume is turned up on those that are audible, that you can hear them there. The key presses are looking. The one thing on the Gen 3 that we have of it that's available is the multiple display mode. So if you go into your setup systems display, there's a multiple display option, and you can toggle off for that display. You can toggle off all the alarms on that display. Um, so guys that are running, if they're running two displays in the cab, they want one one display to bring all the alerts, and the other the screen to never alert. Otherwise, you'll get the alert on both screens. Um, that setting is in there, and that can be turned off, and that would turn off all the alarms for the display. So just to clarify, too, that to find that multiple display mode setup, systems display and at the bottom it's multiple display mode correct i do wager that there are times that maybe like through a planner clinic or something like that those get turned off the default is that they're all enabled yes so i don't want anybody to panic and say oh i gotta call my growers and make sure those are on the default for those is enabled but i wager that there are sometimes maybe again like if a monitor gets used for a a clinic uh and ran through like a touch screen or paired in with a touch screen that might get turned off so you don't get alerts on both. Both systems, yeah. And we got to make sure it gets turned back on. Yep. I guess that's the main yep. thing here that we're it, trying It can to. inadvertently get turned off by guys going out and, and doing something with it or using it for some other purpose, and then it doesn't get turned back on. Um, so that's one thing to check. If a guy's complaining about it, it's worth checking. I wouldn't tell guys they have to go do it. It's not a proactive thing of saying, go check this setting. If they're not getting it, that's the thing to go look for. Agreed. Okay. Hans, the last three, we kind of feel a little bit like we kind of saved the best three for last. These are all good bullet points, yep, but we're we're really, this week, we want to really hone in on these yep. three. Yep. Um, so warmer temps this week, colder seed in the shop for the last couple weeks. What do we need to remind people? 
Yeah, so this week, um, kind of across the nation, we've got uh, warm warm conditions. we got humid conditions, zero sticky conditions this week. And what we're seeing a fair bit of is we bring in cold seed out of the shed. So it was really cold seed. We had a really warm, hot warm-up over a day or so. You bring that seed out, it starts to sweat just a little bit. It's got that it's, – it's trying to acclimate to the weather that we've got. Um, with the humidity, you dump that in a CCS system, and then you dump e-flow and graphite talc. You get a you can get a pretty gummy situation real quick. Seeds not flowing real well. Um, it's something to be watchful for. If you guys can get guys complaining about row fails or population dropping on these CCS systems, we need to make sure that they're actually getting seed in the box correctly. Um, adding a little bit of graphite can help with that. You wouldn't want to add more talc, but adding a little bit of graphite to it, uh, maybe going to more like a 70-30 mix rather than 80-20 mix. Uh, on eflow would be something to try um but that is something we're we are seeing um, i've gotten several reports of it already this week of of guys just struggling to get seed to the hopper because of the because of how sticky seed is and it's the cold seed coming out of cold storage in the shed going in dreading to 90 degree heat with high humidity you put that in the ccs box and it's going to be very sticky yep okay i want to pass along a note too on this is kind of calling out for like Gen Three, my seventeen ninety, our split row Kenzie guys. Um, anytime you're you're switching to like having certain rows active, uh, or like back rows active or rear rows active to the full planner, like talk me through a little bit how you should handle like a config change like that, yep. or even like like a seed corn planner, or you're swapping from certain rows active so to certain rows not active. Yeah. So the important thing that I, that especially on these. These 1790s, these split row planners where you're going from corn to beans and you're turning rows on and off. Um, the important thing there is that the way we like to have that done, the way that we believe that should be done, is to have the config set up for the bean planter essentially. And then all you're changing is in the crops tab, you're changing the number of active rows. If you change the active row in the crops tab, everything that's on that bean row is going to get shut off. You don't have to go through an unassigned hardware. You don't have to go through and reassign uh, components to a system. All you have to do is change the cr- active crops tab to, say, active rows odd, active rows even, um, the front left, or whatever whatever it needs to be the active rows. That will disable all the components on that row. You don't have to go through an unassigned hardware or make a physical config change. Um, that tends to create more problems later on if you ever have to go back to corn or go back to beans, however it sets up. We've seen a lot of these kind of phone calls where guys are changing configs, um, and what we really need to be doing is just changing the active row list in the crops tab. Yeah, I think the big thing is what's on the planner is on the planner. Correct. Leave the hardware setup alone. Yep. If you have to deactivate rows, you do that through a, a crop, the crop change. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So please, the, the, the idea is that we want to set the, all the hardware up on the planner as it's supposed to be, as it's physically installed, even though that it's a, well, there's a, there's, I'm not using those. That's fine. It, is it plugged in? Yes. Then let's just deactivate the row. Don't, don't unassign it. I would say this too. If you have like a situation where, well, I plant most of my corn this way, but then I've got a couple plots where I do this, set up a unique crop or a custom crop right. and call it plot corn. Yep. And then change, change the config, config for yep. that, specifically for, for that. Don't change the actual physical config because you're just taking rows off. Yep. Very so. good. Okay. Finally, Hans, just a reminder to check the basics, which are? Speed. If you have a system that's not activating, if you have a system that's not running, we can't get things to function right. you got to have speed. you got to have master plan switch enabled, section switches enabled. All those have to be, be turned on. 
you have to have a commanded rate or a commanded target, whether that's for Delta Force or V-Drive or Liquid Systems, whatever it is, you have to have a target rate assigned to it, and it has to be lowered. So a lot of times we're getting this, well, it won't plant, or I'm getting things that are shutting off. Okay, is it showing lowered all the time? Um, so lowered, lift switch status. And then the last one is enabled. It's got to be enabled for these systems. So those five things, um, generally you have a combination of the four of them, not the third, but uh, on Gen 3, it's all. It's going to be all five of those. Anytime um, you get the phone call, X is not working. Yep. Start here. Start here. What's your speed? What's your master plant switch? What's your commanded rate? What's your lowered status? And is it enabled? Yep. Um, they're just basic. They're, they're the time savers are questions that we run across. And I get it. Things get missed when we get in a hurry. Take a yep. deep breath. Make sure these get covered. Yep. If you get that phone call, said, okay, stop, back up, check these five. Let's go. Yep. Perfect. Hans, that's all I've got for today. And uh, you know what? I know there's a lot of planners rolling across the U.S. And so I wanted to make this uh, a pretty brief episode. And so I think we're going to try and stick to that. We'll all go right. ahead and wrap here unless there's anything else you need to add. No, I think we're good. It's, uh, it is definitely the week. I believe it'll be this week and next week. I so. think so, too. I think so, too. All right, with that, for Hans Stutzman, I'm Tyler Hubert. Have a safe and happy spring.